Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Twitter pretty much did everything they could to help Joe Biden. Is big tech going to be investigated once the Republicans take the House? Absolutely. This is something we've laid down as a marker months ago. We, we told the big tech companies, save your documents. There are things we've been asking them for months, for over years, uh, that they haven't been sharing with us. Keep turning on my microphone. It doesn't work. Can we summarize? Can you summarize what happened over the weekend before we get into the particulars of it? Because this, this, a lot happened since Friday afternoon when Elon had his original tweet and the link to the Matt Taibbi story. So you want me to summarize what happened? Well, that, what's the headline here? I mean, the, the overall, oh. the over the, the framework. That's what we okay. need. We need the framework so we can get into the details of the discussion. Right. I, I would say uh, the framework is... Everything we've said about social media turns out to be completely true. They are 98.3% lefties and Democrats who stack the deck in favor of lefties and Democrats and with thin justification censored and suppressed the Hunter Biden laptop story just before the 2020 election. Matt Taibbi, terrific journalist, who I quote all the time. He and I, uh, you know, disagree on probably half of what each other thinks. Um, but he's an honorable guy and a very smart guy. He got access to all the private files uh, in Twitter um, and all their internal communications during the Hunter's laptop thing. And it's utterly clear that they were just looking for reasons to suppress it. 
having been visited by the federal government, the FBI, many, many times over many, many weeks, saying, hey, keep your eye out for this sort of thing. Russian disinformation, probably about Hunter Biden. If you see anything about Hunter Biden, it's probably from the Russians and probably fake. Don't fall for it. Going around all the big tech companies and telling them that for weeks leading up to this. Yeah. And then when this mm-hmm. story happens, of course, you know, the groundwork had been laid for Twitter censors or the people in the positions of power to make these decisions to say, oh, OK, this is what they told us to look out for. Let's not fall for it. Right. Yeah, exactly. And it's funny, the reactions uh, on all sides to this, these revelations. Um, I'm oddly enough, because, again, this is exactly what I've been saying for a long time. I'm not shocked by any of it. It seems about right to me. Uh, the only the, the most significant part to me is what you just brought up, the FBI's role in it. And to what extent were they being honest brokers and seriously worried about dis- Russian disinformation or was a uh, uh, what's his name uh, Lisa Page's boyfriend? You remember his name? Anybody? Peter Strzok. Strzok, yeah, that's right. Thank you. Um, if there was some Strzok-like character who had his thumb on the scales and new stuff was coming out and was was seeding the ground at Twitter, so they would suppress the story to get Biden elected and get rid of Trump. Right. Well, if if we ever were able to prove that, and we probably won't ever, but if we no. were ever able to prove that, now that would be a scandal. That would be a big deal. The right. And the other thing, uh, the broader, uh, I'm sorry, go ahead. If the you the fact that a private that. organization put their thumb on the scale one way or the other for a presidential candidate is perfectly okay. I mean, the irony that all of a sudden the perception that Elon Musk is putting his thumb on the scale now that he owns Twitter slightly the other direction. That's a horror for America. Right. It's kind of odd. Well, the hypocrisy is astounding. I mean, evidently, there is no uh, upper limit. There is no ceiling on hypocrisy these days. It's hilarious. Uh, but the the bigger principle to me is if the government, which can pass no law, abridging the right to freedom of spree, speech and religion, assembly, and redress grievances, etc., the First Amendment, uh, long may it rain. Um, if the government is through threats and intimidation, bribery or whatever else, more or less doing that by proxy, that's evil and needs to be exposed. If the FBI came to me and said, uh, you know, Joe Getty, if you value your career, maybe you'll go uh, go a little harder on Ron DeSantis and a little easier on Nikki Haley or something like that. I mean, that would be government censorship. That would be terrible. That would be unforgivable in our system. And we just we need to make sure there's not proxy censorship going on. Right. Well, so I also am a big fan of the culture of free speech in our major media platforms should be trying at least somewhat to not be biased to the point that you would suppress a story this huge. Right. I mean, this is not just the spinning of economic numbers to to benefit your side or something like that. You deemed a story that could have changed a presidential election illegal. You, nobody could, Nobody's allowed to. Nobody's allowed to forward this story. Nobody's allowed to hear this story. That's crazy. Yeah, and and if you look into it, I've read the entire thing that Taibbi put out. Uh, the the Twitterites were clearly 
fishing for reasons to suppress the story. And the reasoning was weak, and they knew it, and were telling each other, hey, this is weak. <laughs> and and actually, if one person comes out of this looking good, it's uh, Democratic Congressperson Ro Khanna, who sent them a couple of emails saying, guys, this comes dangerously close to suppressing the culture of free speech. Mm. And you, you ought to be thinking about that. Wow. In, in a way that is remarkable. I didn't catch uh, more, that. Yeah, more on that to come. But uh, when you when you bottom line it, their bias might have motivated them to do what they did, more or less. But they were so primed by the FBI to to anticipate and to fear and be ready to quash. The Hunter Biden laptop story, that's why they quashed it. Without the role of the FBI, I think there's a very different outcome. Absolutely. Absolutely. And did the FBI, what did the FBI know about Hunter Biden's laptop? When did they know it? Because they had, they had the info on that long before we heard about it. I, I don't right. think we'll ever get those answers. If somebody thought, oh my God, this is bad news for Joe Biden. Let's claim it's Russian disinformation. I don't know if it went that far or not, but yeah, I'd like a couple to know. Of points, a couple of points in our role uh, that we try very hard uh, as f- to fulfill as fair brokers. If, well, it's, it's absolutely clear that Vlad Putin and the FSB and Fancy Bear and Cozy Bear and Harry Bear and all their hacking outfits, they are absolutely trying to screw with us as a society constantly. They want to pit us against each other. So, being on the lookout for Russian skullduggery is a good idea. On the other hand, or the same hand, or the back of that hand, I'm not sure. Anyway, uh, if people within, if authorities within the FBI or wherever else sincerely believed Trump was so unhinged and dangerous, they ought to organize media and social media and everything. Everybody, all hands on deck. We've got to make sure this guy doesn't win an election, no matter what we have to do, as long as it's not illegal. If that was the belief, come out and say it. Sign your name next to it. Wow, and I think you'd have pretty good cover from at least half the country. Yeah, I mean, there would obviously be a hell of a conversation if... You know, a Comey who clearly did this or or any of his deputies came out and said, yes, we went to Twitter and told him there's a damaging story uh, about Joe Biden. Suppress it to keep Trump out of office. Yeah, I authorized it. Here's why I did it. Um, if I got to lose my job, I lose my job. But nobody's done that. Nobody has the balls or they just like their pension or whatever. I don't you know. I feel like this is worth playing. This is Ian Bremmer from way back at the time when this story was a thing. And I want to play this just because Ian Bremmer is not a right winger. Because you're mostly hearing about this story or caring about this story like in Fox and the New York Post and nowhere else. This is what Ian Bremmer thought on, I think, the CBS early show at the time. Biden does have a problem here, by the way. I mean, I have to say, $50,000 a month for Hunter Biden, clearly uh, to be selling influence, because otherwise no one would ever pay him that kind of money for a company that, frankly, was pretty corrupt and has been uh, before and has been since under And is that um, Joe Biden's fault or problem? And, uh, no, but it's hard to imagine Joe Biden wasn't aware of it. And I think that I, I expect that President Obama, if he had known about the reality of this situation, would have probably told Biden, get rid of this. 
like we we shouldn't have your son working in this situation. That would have cost him something. And I and I, I feel like even if maybe Biden wasn't aware, but Biden should have been aware that that would cause a uh, cause an issue for him. So the reason I wanted to play that is. Regularly, you hear the argument that, well, it wouldn't have made any difference. I mean, the, 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 the Hunter Biden laptop story wouldn't have made any difference. Well, if you had people like Ian Bremmer, who couldn't be more anti-Trump, um, saying it's hard to imagine Joe Biden didn't know about this. I mean, if you'd have had more of the all of the press that leans right and some, you know, legitimately skeptical people kind of in the middle like him talking about it. Yeah, I think it would have moved votes. We'll never know. And then, as I always say, you don't know if if journalists had been uh, emboldened to, like, jump into the story and start looking for more threads. You never know what threads you'd have pulled, where all right. of a sudden you find some dock worker in L.A. who says, oh, yeah, yeah, I once got a payment from that guy. You know, all these things that might have come out if the mm-hmm. if the world of journalism had turned their their gaze that direction. But they were told enthusiastically. By our U.S. by the U.S. Gov- federal government, including like every angle of FBI, CIA, NSA, everything like that. Don't look at this. You're a bad person if you look at this. In fact, you're doing the work of the Russians if you look at right. this at all. Right, right. So, uh, a, a couple of points, real quick. Um, I think when Joe Biden is dead and Trump is either dead or off the scene, the next day all of this will be fleshed out. Oh, really? It will be utterly apparent what the Biden family business was. I believe that completely. Uh, Second thing is, and my one quibble with Ian Bremmer, at the risk of over-egging the pudding. So I I think that you may be over-egging the pudding a bit. I thought it was a pretty strong statement for him to say, it's hard to imagine Joe Biden didn't know about this. Yes, because it is. (laughs) My one quibble with Ian Bremmer, who I am very fond of, would be to ask Ian, so Hunter Biden was selling influence or selling access to what? His favorite stripper? His his, his crack-smoking hookers? Selling access to what? His fascinating nightlife? No, to freaking Joe Biden, the Veep, and and, uh, and potential president. Clearly. And the big guy got his percentage, and it's going to be the front-page news in the New York Times roughly three and a half years from today. And everybody will act like it's a new revelation. You know, uh, Jonah Goldberg had a great... No, I'm looking at the clock. I'm not sure we have time for this this, uh, tangent. But the tendency of the legacy media to say new discoveries have led us to blah, blah, blah. And, and people on the conservative side of the aisle have been saying, we've been writing about this for five years. Right. What do you mean new discoveries, you lying liars? Right. <laughs> Man, did the New York Times have a shocking op-ed over the weekend. I thought it was shocking anyway about World War Three. Among other things we can talk about, coming up. Armstrong and Getty. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. 
Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Armstrong and Getty Show. President Biden signed a measure that would force railway workers to accept a deal that averts a strike but does not include paid sick leave. Why do you expect Biden to care about sick leave when he shows up to work every day with full-blown CTE? (laughs) Yeah, I don't think that's his problem. Wow. Um, Elon Musk has tweeted... The Constitution is greater than any president. End of story. What does that mean for his whole, he's a right-wing white nationalist. He's responding, <laughs> of course, to Trump's comments. So anyway, enough of that. And uh, Well, that it, was horse crap to begin with. It's still horse crap. Um, and uh, one more thing. The, on, the only thing that can come out of this, as far as I can tell, is maybe big media will be scared about how it looks in the future. To be this biased. Maybe. Yeah. I think that's the only thing you can hope for. I just wish there were more honesty. I wish the New York Times editor would come out and say, oh, no, we'll never go that far again because there will never be anybody as wacky as Trump again. Right. Right. Just say it. Yeah. uh, That would actually be that would actually help. I think I think that would help everybody. Yeah. It's uh, you know, it's remarkable how easy life is when you're honest. So uh, I thought this was interesting, especially given the fact that I decided to finally upgrade my iPhone and uh, with the sexy new iPhone 14, the Pro Max. Um, and I ordered it through Apple because I went to a bunch of stores in the area and they didn't have it. Um, and uh, they said, yes, we'd be delighted to ship that to you in five weeks. That's something. So something changed. because I, I what the what? Because I just walked in and bought mine off the shelf. Yeah. Pandemic shutdowns in China primarily. Uh, that's the big problem. And uh, this is from the Wall Street Journal. They say Apple and China have spent decades tying themselves together in a relationship that until now has been mostly mutually beneficial. Change won't come overnight. Apple still puts out new iPhone models every year alongside steady updates of its iPads, laptops, and other products. It, was, it must keep flying the plane while replacing an engine. <clears throat> and what they're talking about is uh, the people involved in Apple's supply chain, talking to Wall Street Journal, say they're trying to draw from a bigger pool of assemblers. Even if those companies are themselves based in China, uh, they want more of their manufacturing done outside of China because, the well, they don't say this out loud, but uh, the communist Chinese regime is getting crazier and crazier, uglier and uglier, more and more willing to exert controls over the population in ways that screw Apple. (laughs) 
Yeah, and I remember the Wall Street Journal have a, a great op-ed about, hey, companies, you know, get your ducks in order, get your company out now, because at some point you could have everything, you could just have everything captured. Your 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 big factory and all the all the parts and everything there. Just sorry, you don't have access to it anymore. If yeah. the big split comes between China and the United States, there are a couple of giant companies you probably never heard of that run this manufacturing for Apple. Um, and they uh, earlier this year they made statements about some consumer electronics clients, which they didn't name, were worried about Chinese supply chain snafus. Caused by COVID-19 prevention measures, power shortages, and other issues. And they said these clients wanted these companies to help them do more work outside of China. What's key to this, and I don't know much about this, is what's called NPI or new product introduction. When Apple teams assign, uh, I'm sorry, Apple assigns teams to work with contractors in translating its product blueprints and other prototypes into detailed manufacturing plans. And that's a pretty specialized skill, and China has a lot of folks who can do that in a way that's kind of unique. So they're trying to cultivate that in in Vietnam, India, and wherever else. New York Times thinks we need to be ready for World War III, among other things we can talk about coming up. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So this is Secretary of State Blinken on Face a Nation with Margaret Brennan yesterday. Your deputy, Wendy Sherman, uh, gave a speech here in Washington on Friday where she said, I think war is potentially possible because Xi Jinping now has absolute control in China. You're about to go to China. Do you agree with that assessment? So, Margaret, we're in an intense competition with China. And, of course, there's nothing wrong with competition itself, as long as it's basically fair uh, and on a level playing field. But war is potentially possible, is what she said. The determination that we have is to make sure that the competition does not veer into conflict. And this is also what the world expects of us. They expect us to responsibly manage 
the relationship with China. All right. The interesting part is that his deputy said that the other day at a speaking engagement. I get nothing out of any answer Secretary of State Blinken ever gives about anything. On any topic, I would agree. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But war with China. So uh, I'm going to work backwards on this piece from the New York Times that I read over the weekend. It's really long and detailed and was right up my alley about World War Three. I'm going to work backward to a certain extent since the China stuff just came on. The assessment is that if China invades Taiwan, and as you'll remember on Face the Na- on uh, 60 Minutes several weeks ago, Joe Biden said we would defend Taiwan with U.S. troops, right? What would a war with China look like? Early on, China would have would mount a massive attack. According to our Air Force General Mark D. Kelly, China's forces are designed to inflict more casualties in the first 30 hours of combat than we've endured in the last 30 years in the Middle East. In most rounds of war games recently, the United States swiftly loses two aircraft carriers in a battle to defend Taiwan, each carrying 5,000 people on top of hundreds of aircraft. One participant noted that although each simulation varied, what almost never changes is it's a bloody mess and both sides take some terrible losses. At some stage, selective service registrations would require young Americans to be converted into a draft. So that's some pretty heavy stuff. And again, I said I'm I'm working backwards from this piece called World War III Begins with Forgetting. It's a guest essay in the New York Times on Sunday by a guy named Stephen Wertheim, who's a scholar and writer on U.S. foreign policy. The argument that he's basically making is that the world, the the World War II generation, obviously the World War One generation, died off a while back. We're down to very few World War II vets, and we're soon to have really nobody left that actually remembers what a world war is like, and that that is a problem as we start to throw out more talk about World War Three. He quotes all the times that Joe Biden has said in recent months, well, we can't do that or that will be World War Three or what you're talking about is World War Three, whether it's China or Russia, re-Ukraine and that sort of stuff. Uh, let me jump down to here. Um, he does point out that about one percent of U.S. veterans of World War II remain alive. It's estimated by the end of this decade there will be fewer than 10,000 left, getting to the point that there will be nobody left who actually remembers where a world war is like. Preparing the country shouldn't begin with tanks, planes, and ships, although I think that would be a good idea. It will require a national effort of historical recovery and imagination, first and foremost, to enable the American people to consider whether they wish to enter a major war if the moment of decision arrives. Uh, It makes the argument through many, many, many paragraphs that the younger crowd does not understand what this would entail. And whether you're arguing for more aggressive action or against aggressive action, it would benefit us all to have an idea of what we're actually talking about. And he goes Hmm. through all the recent conflicts we've had in this country that have had no effect on you unless you've got a family member serving in the military. A theme we have uh, hit on many times. Right. And... When we're throwing around the loose World War III talk, are people prepared for, you know, uh, worldwide depression, quite possibly, you know, severely hampered economic prospects, maybe for decades to come, sky-high prices, losing jobs, I mean, like serious, upending your life pain, not Mm -hmm. to mention likely attacks on the United States, if we're talking about 
an actual world war, world war at this point with Russia and China. We 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 just like it's um I I, I don't think we've got the imagination to be able to feel what it would like to be like to be under attack and that's what this historian is trying to trying to get to a conversation going in the united states the idea of you know uh, uh missiles coming down on los angeles or new york right right and it's an interesting point if you don't have an appreciation for what you're talking about how can you do the things it takes to avoid it or hell the nightmare scenario uh, be ready for it well, do you think that he lays the uh, blame at the feet of several presidents in a row for um, people regularly use the example of George Bush after 9-11 saying, hey, what, what can you do? What can you do for the country? Go to the mall, shop. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I was going to bring up George W. One of the worst things he did was start wars and not uh, and pay for them with deficit spending and not increase taxes, not say, hey, we got a war tax. We got to pay for this. It's an incredibly expensive enterprise. Never mind the young men and women who will die or be mortally wounded or terribly wounded. Uh, this is expensive and we got to pay for it. So it was it, just this weird. All right, we're going to start a war, but don't worry about it. Everything's good. You just live your lives. That's no way for a society to, um, to uh, run warfare, to engage in warfare, it's it's terrible. The it's just it's almost seems like you can picture it if you like really look big picture over time. It's the United States seems to be setting up, being set up perfectly for a disaster if it comes to a world conflict of not being prepared for it. The way psychologically we look at the Cold War, he makes the argument of, we just kind of have in our minds that Cold War means not actually ever going to hot war. But that's not what the Cold War was while it was going on. It was a constant worry that it was going to turn into a hot war. And a new Cold War, which people are regularly throwing that term around, with, uh, with either Russia or China would be the same thing and the likelihood of it not turning i mean that's the the least likely thing is that a cold war doesn't turn into a hot war we're just we're just not mentally prepared for where where any of these decisions could take us why did we have through the 50s and 60s film strips at school about how to duck and cover during a nuclear attack because we were preparing for something that was really really could happen well that really really could happen now but we don't talk about it or feel it or act like it could for some reason well, and I'd also point out that during the so-called Cold War, there was plenty of hot war in Korea, in sure. Vietnam, and in quite a few other places. There just wasn't open, direct warfare between the superpowers. It was always, you know, they would fight our guys, our buddies, and then we would fight their buddies. And sometimes our buddies would fight their buddies, but it never came into open one-on-one conflict. But there were plenty of men uh, fighting and dying. During the so-called Cold War. I'll get the link to this, and I'll tweet it out, and we'll put it on the website, because I thought it was really an interesting read about the psychology of where we are as a country. I'll just read a little bit of here. Not having to worry about the effects of wars, unless you enlist to fight in them, has nearly become a birthright of being American. That birthright has come to an end. The United States is entering an era of intense great power rivalry that could escalate to large-scale conventional or nuclear war. It's time to think through the consequences. Again, this is in the New York Times. Which, I don't know if they published it to make us... Well, I don't know why they published it. Maybe just make people think. Usually they have a, an agenda, though. I don't know. Do you think it was to make us less likely to get into war? 
or just to be more prepared for it. I don't know. To be, well, it's to a be, hell of an interesting piece, and I can't wait to read it, which is reason enough to publish it. Uh, right, but as the author, the historian makes the point, whether you're whether you're for more aggressive action with these countries or for less aggressive, whichever your 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 stance is, it's still worth recognizing what we're actually talking about here. Right. And it's it's a weird thing to not be able to um feel uh, feel uh, uh, something that could actually happen to you. To to, yeah. to to put it out of your mind as if it's just it's just not possible. I feel that way. Even having read this and I studied all the time, I feel like it's just not actually possible that you know we get alerts on our phones that bombs have hit Los Angeles, right? From China, right. and two of our aircraft carriers have been sunk. But that is the history of the world. That's what has happened over and over and over and over and over again. There's no reason. To think that isn't going to happen. So we need to be fully mentally prepared for whatever that would look like. Wow. You know, you may be right in principle, but good luck. (laughs) You're going to hold a town meeting for 340 million people? I think, I I, I guess the real point this guy has is let's have these conversations complete. Let's, Let's elect serious people. Who have ah. serious conversations about these things because they seriously can happen. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if only. Well, you want to talk about something that'll put an end to the, 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 the getting attention on cable news channels and, uh, sending out crazy tweets to fundraise and, <laughs> and arguing about pronouns. Yeah. A couple of missiles coming into Los Angeles and put an end to that real quick. Well, yeah, that's that's great stuff, but there's a reason why the tradition of prophets is to wander alone in the desert and try desperately to get somebody to listen to you, because right. nobody wants to hear it. Hey, quick word from our friends at Simply Safe Home Security. You and your family should feel you're safest over the holidays, and yet there's an explosion of crime this time of year as people want to steal everybody else's presents, scumbags. That's why you need the number one rated home security system, Simply Safe. And right now, Simply Safe is offering you good people 40% off a new security system. In an emergency, 24-7 professional monitoring agents use Fast Protect TM technology that's exclusively from Simply Safe to capture critical evidence and verify that the threat is real so you can get priority police response. But there are all kinds of other threats with hazard sensors that can pick up fires, floods, and other threats to your home. It's really comprehensive. And the 24-7 professional monitoring service costs under a buck a day, less than half the price of ADT's traditional professionally installed system. Top-rated Simply Safe, so good with the app. You stay in complete control of your system anytime, anywhere. You can unlock for a guest or whatever, access to your cameras. Go to simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. You get 40% off by using that code. Go to simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Let me read one more thing from this New York Times piece, just because I thought it was really, really interesting. In short, a war with Russia or China would likely injure the United States on a scale without precedent in the living memory of most citizens. That, in turn, introduces profound uncertainty about how the American political system would perform. Man, does anybody think our political system is up to a major challenge? Well, a reminder that both the world wars were over there. 
over yeah. there. Yeah, well, yeah, that's another point he makes in one paragraph that that likely would come to an end also. Getting in would be the easy part. More elusive is whether the public and its representatives would maintain the will to fight over far-flung territories in the face of sustained physical attack and economic calamity. When millions are thrown out of work, will they find Taiwan's cause worth the sacrifice? Could national leaders compellingly explain why the United States was paying the grievous price of World War III? We make the assumption, because that's the way it's been our entire lives, of nothing's going to happen to me here. I'm going to feel no economic pain, and I'm going to have no physical threat. These questions will be asked during a conflict, so they ought to be asked in advance. Even those who think the United States should fight for Ukraine or Taiwan have an interest in educating the public about the stakes of the great power conflict in the nuclear and cyber age. Good say so. Will it be a topic of our uh, debates? Probably not. It'll be more about, uh, <laughs> did you say something about Kanye West or, uh, you know, that sort of thing. What are you trying to do? Make us suicidal here? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, Grimm's fairy tales, man. Just it just it just feels like we're just I don't know we're just stumbling so blindly into the dangerous future. Yes, yes, it does. As a matter of fact, well summarized. Yes, well summarized. You get That's the what I do Armstrong and Getty summary of the day. Oh, thank you. Finally, <laughs> working so hard. All right, we got to take a break. <laughs> More on the way. Text line. Nah, what is the text line? Four one five two nine five KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. I got the perfect follow-up to last segment. Like, uh, for instance, going on right now, Russia is launched another series of missiles into Ukraine trying to knock out their, um, well, to try to kill people and knock out their energy and that sort of stuff because there were two major explosions 
on Moscow or on uh, air bases in Russia, not that far from Moscow. Mm-hmm. Probably the Ukrainians. So, I mean, you got that going on. Meanwhile, we here in the United States, where, ha- where we have the ability to worry about all kinds of weird, tiny things. Let's listen to this uh, professor here, and I'll fill in the details coming up. So, first things first, we do not grade over here, okay? Anyone who takes my class automatically gets an A. They're told in the first week that they're going to get an A. The only thing that's required is attendance. And I have weeks of um, excused absences built in so that if people are sick or they have family obligations, it won't affect their grade. That's a UC San Diego professor saying she gives all her students A's to decolonize the classroom. We're doomed. We're through as a, an empire. It's been a great run, everybody. We're going to have a thank you and goodbye party next Thursday. <laughs> thank you and goodbye party. Let's hear more from the professor. So since I'm not grading them, I'm just giving them A's. Like, how do I know that they're doing anything? And how do I know that Excellent question. Um, they're oh. learning anything? Uh, and so I also don't give homework. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Uh, and I run a discussion-style classroom. So um, my students and I have equal part when it comes to bringing information to the table. Um, we all sit together and share what we're talking about. Uh, and they get to use their critical thinking skills to apply the things they've learned in all their other classes. We all sit together and share what we're talking about, and they get to use their critical thinking skills, as you heard there. And then you give everyone an A to decolonize the classroom. The country is going straight into the dumper. She's no longer with the university. It seems a little unclear as to what's going on there. Well, it seems a little unclear as to why she would be paid. (laughs) I mean, I'm in favor of critical thinking and have nothing uh, against the Socratic classroom where it's discussions and that sort of thing. Um, But uh, so they're your equals in bringing knowledge and you don't grade them and they don't have to do anything what are we doing here? Exactly. We do not grade over here. Anyone who takes my class automatically gets an A. The only thing that's required is attendance, and I have weeks of excused absences built in. So that if, so, the only thing that's required is attendance, but I've come up with a way so you don't have to attend. So then if, if you say the only thing is required is attendance, and the next sentence you say attendance is not required, that means <laughs> nothing is required. <laughs> yes, essentially. The math checks out there, folks, according to the old school math classes I took in which they asked you to do stuff. Yeah. Uh, you know, on a similar topic, uh, and if you have more, great. I just thought I'd mention. Decolonize the classroom. Stop with that. S-T-F-U. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Mike Pompeo is speaking before that big uh, Jewish Republican gathering in Las Vegas. Kanye West not invited. Uh, and Pompeo was asked what he viewed as the central issues for Republicans, and he went into some detail about that. And then uh, he went on. He said, I often get asked, who's the most dangerous person in the world? Is it uh, Kim Jong-un, Xi Jinping? The most dangerous person in the world to the United States is Randy Weingarten. It's not a close call. The head of the big national teachers union, he believes, is the person most dangerous to the United States. His reasoning will shock you. Okay. We can get to that next hour. If you don't get the next hour, you got to go somewhere or whatever. Grab it later via podcast. It's called Armstrong and Getty On Demand. And also a conversation between a conservative and liberal columnist in the pages of the New York Times may be the best illustration of those two mindsets that I've ever seen arguing about the student loan forgiveness thing. Remarkable. It's like 
two people, well, it is, two people with two completely different worldviews. And I don't mean somewhat different. I mean like different planets. So we'll get to that as well. I got to admit, I don't know what decolonize means in most instances when it's used. Maybe I should look that up and get into that. Uh, If you miss an hour of this show, grab the podcast. Look for Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity.